Hello, and welcome to another episode of Military Transition Wellness. I'm your host, Michelle Seidling. Today, we're talking about exercise and PTSD. And with us today to share his expertise is Charles Reed. Charles is a certified public accountant, a tax court practitioner, and a member of the uh, Internal Revenue Service Advisory Council, and the founder of Get Payroll. Of course, he is also a decorated United States Marine Corps sergeant and a combat veteran from the Vietnam War. This podcast is available on multiple platforms, including YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and others. Please be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform to be informed as new episodes become available. If you enjoyed today's episode or any of our episodes, please rate and review the podcast on your favorite platform. As always, check out our website at foodexperienceunplugged.com for some resources as you begin your health journey. Charles, welcome to Military Transition Wellness. Michelle, thank you. I appreciate you inviting me. Oh, so happy to have you talking about different aspects of wellness. And today, PTSD is a huge, huge thing, unfortunately, in in the military service. To get started, will you take a moment to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your your experiences back in as a Marine Corps sergeant? Sure. Um, I'm a Midwestern boy, grew up in Iowa, Uh, got out of high school, uh, wasn't ready for college. Um, at 17, I joined the United States Marine Corps on a four-year enlistment, did my basic at San Diego, my ITR at Pendleton, uh, spent six months or so, four months or so at Pendleton, was transferred to Okinawa, spent a year there, and then was transferred to Vietnam and spent six months. I'd been assigned to the data processing area, but when I got to Nam, you know, young and dumb, I just, I just couldn't stay in the data processing center, so I waggled myself a transfer to the uh, infantry company that was doing interdiction around Red Beach. So we did interdiction ambushes, uh, perimeter uh, guard, and so on. So I saw uh, some combat. I mean, it wasn't in hot and heavy every day. Uh, but uh, I remember very well the first night we were going through a village, and we'd cross the wire, and about halfway through the village, uh, somebody opened up with an automatic weapon. Uh, I took a dive down, pointed toward him, and one of the bullets went whizzing past my left ear. Not my right ear, my left ear. And I had a, a flash of, Charles, what the are you doing here? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I spent uh, uh, six months uh, in 69 uh, doing combat operations uh, to around north of uh, Red Beach up in i So then I came back, met and married my wife, who's my saving grace. We were married for 45 years before she passed. She had five kids when I, when I married her. I just claim insanity. Uh, and then uh, later on, went to college, got my degrees, my certification, worked in industry for 15 years, and then started my own business, which is where I'm at now. Mm-hmm. Okay. But get payroll. So everything tax-related, payroll-related, all that. You know, we, we provide payroll and payroll-related services to small and medium-sized businesses around the country. If any of your listeners have questions on payroll, give me a call. <laughs> okay, definitely. So talk to us about PTSD and your experiences with that. Well, my PTSD manifests itself in several ways. I have a very hard time with crowds. Uh, I don't go to concerts. I don't 
do well in, in crowded areas. I don't do well in crowded restaurants. Uh, I do, don't do well in crowded movie theaters. Uh, crowds just really stress me out uh, to, to no end. Um, I'm overly cautious about relationships. Uh, I'm overly cautious about uh, commitment of any kind. Uh, I was very lucky with, with meeting Ruth, uh, my wife, uh, and that helped. But my PTSD, 50 years later, still affects me uh, to this day and is something that I am conscious of most days. Not, not, not every day, but most days, um, things will trigger me. And it's just uh, it's something you learn to live with after 50 years. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, now, what was it like? you know, as you, as you were, you know, finished your service, as you transitioned out, did you, when did, when was it that you realized, Hey, I've got a problem with this PTSD stuff and it's, it's a reality for me. I realized it. Well, you know, I had, when I first got back, I obviously still had combat reflexes and, you know, a a back car backfired and make me die for cover which was very embarrassing when I'm in civilian clothes in a shopping mall or whatever. I remember one day I was at a shopping mall in Kansas City uh, walking from store to store and uh, uh, a car backfired in a parking lot and I found myself behind a trash can looking for my, looking for my rifle. Uh, so those combat reflexes took a number of years to calm down. Um, when I first married my wife, she, and she had the children. Uh, the kids learned to, if they needed to come wake me up, they learned to stand at the foot of bed and shake my, my foot. Uh, not, don't come up and, and shake my shoulder because I'm liable to grab them. Uh, it was just those, those reflexes were still there. Uh, those calmed down over the years, but not, they've, never, they've never gone away completely. I still overreact at times. The PTSD wasn't formally diagnosed for many years, but I assumed I had it uh, just from my reaction to things. Uh, later on in life, I studied it more and, and was diagnosed formally and began to understand it better and some of my triggers better. Uh, but it, 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 it affects, you know, like I said, crowds, concerts, crowded theaters. Uh, when we, Ruth and I used to go to movies, it would be uh, Sunday afternoon matinee mm-hmm. uh, when the theater would be almost empty. Uh, and that was fine. But, uh, you know, if it's a, a Friday night at the theater of a new release, I can't go. I can't go to this day. I won't, I won't do it. I just refuse. Um, rain is a trigger for me because of the, the rains in Vietnam mm-hmm. and I, I won't work outside in the rain which annoyed my wife for years I just won't do it <laughs> it starts to rain if we're working the yard I go inside she says well let's just finish up I said no she never understood that and we'd probably been married 25 years and we were at an outdoor concert which is not crowded uh, and uh, we had our stuff and it, it started to drizzle and she didn't want to leave. So we, you know, pulled up the, the tarp and we're using it as a lean to. And I explained to her where this came from, because I was obviously agitated. And from being in Vietnam and, and being in the rain and being in the combat. And uh, I remember one night sleeping on the ground and having to use my helmet as a pillow to keep my face out of the out of the water. It was that it was that heavy. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time I really explained to her some of the combat experiences. And we we'd been married for 25 years at that point. So it's not something I talked about. It's not something I shared. I just lived with it. I just thought it was me. <laughs> so <laughs> it, 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 it had not been um, PTSD when I first got out wasn't a thing. 
it came on later and as, as people were diagnosed and, and treated for it uh, and became, you know, more known. So it was kind of nice to get the, the formal diagnosis. So I, I have a, a label to put to some of my symptoms. Mm-hmm. So when I, um, and I, I went through, I went through the VA and, and got diagnosed. Uh, why they didn't do it 50 years ago, I don't know, but they didn't. They just didn't treat it then. So, and they don't offer treatment now, really. I mean, it's just, you know, they'll offer drugs, but I don't, I don't, I don't want to do those. So I just sure. live with it. Okay. So when you first trans- transitioned out, there, there weren't really any resources as far as from a wellness perspective, acknowledging PTSD or anything like that? No, they gave me my DD-214 and said goodbye. That was the end of it. Uh, there were no, there, there was no transition. <clears throat> there was more coming out of Vietnam. I mean, they stuck me in Okinawa for three days. So I, I wasn't in combat, uh, which didn't help much, but it was better. But when I got out of the service, there, there was no, no nothing. Uh, here's your papers. So long. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what they could have done, but they didn't do anything. Sure. Sure. Absolutely. And, uh, and, but fortunately you later on, you discovered exercise and to focusing on the PTSD. Yeah. Will you talk about that for a little bit? Well, my PTSD also manifests itself in, in stress because of situations, that PTSD effects. And I'm talking, uh, I've been out, <clears throat> I got out in 71. This was probably 74. I was talking to my, my doctor about the stress and, uh, Dr. Page had, had been an army doctor as my grandfather had been. So we had some community of interest. And he said, Charles, the best stress reliever is physical exercise. Uh, there's nothing that will allow you to sleep better and to put up with stressful situations than exercise. So I started exercising uh, and it helped. Uh, it does to this day. I, I work out three times a week. I'm 72 years old. I have a trainer. She comes to the house three times a week. And I do an hour of, of heavy workout. I do a couple hours a week of yoga. Um, these help immeasurably. Just the fact that I'm expending that energy and getting tired, <laughs> <laughs> which helps me sleep. And it, it, it's a stress reliever. It, the, the endorphins you produce in exercise directly affect stress and reduce it. It's a medical thing. I don't have the terms, but that's what my doctor went through with me, and it's been reconfirmed over the years. But it, it really reduces the stress that the PTSD creates, mm, okay. along with work and marriage and <laughs> children. <laughs> I don't think there's anything more stressful in the world outside of combat than having children, but, you know. <laughs> oh, yes. Now, did you um, – was that soon after you, you – um, uh, transition from, from the service? Now, that was within three years of transitioning. Okay. The, the doctor explained that to me, and I started an exercise program, and okay. I've kept up with it. I okay. still do. I exercise, like I said, all the time. Okay. Good for me. Yes. Now, now, how do you feel that things are different because of your exercise in, in managing your PTSD? Well, it cuts, the, the PTSD manifests itself in, in, in several ways, and stress is one of them because you, you come across things and the PTSD kicks in and you don't want to deal with this. You, you, want to, you want to walk away from it. You want to get away from it. That stress builds up and exercise relieves the stress. Uh, I've done some counseling over the years. Uh, 
a good bit when my wife passed. Uh, none of it's helped very much. It's PTSD, in my opinion, is one of those things you live with. And the, the exercise allows me to function much better than if I didn't, when I don't exercise, uh, my staff knows it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I get, uh, uh, get more on edge and uh, uh, this kind of thing. And that's happened several times after surgeries and, and other situations where I haven't been able to exercise for a period of several months. And, and I can feel the difference. Mm, okay. Now you mentioned also you you do a lot of yoga. Yeah, I do yoga twice a week. Okay, that's part and that, of your that see the, the 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 physical exercise. The trainer is strength and endurance. The yoga is balance and flexibility, and it's also meditative. So it allows me to calm my mind uh, in a different way than uh, lifting weights does. Lifting weights, you focus on things. Yoga, you, you're 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 almost meditating as you're stretching and posing and so on. And that gives your mind a different refreshing, a refreshment. So it's, it's, I think it's a, it's another way of exercise, but it's, it's more meditative and I, I enjoy that. Okay. Now with this exercise, it's, you know, of course, being in the Marine Corps, you're uh, all about exercise, push-ups, sit-ups, running, all, all sorts of activities, obstacle courses. Um, how is that exercise different from what you do now as exercise and really focusing on, on the wellness aspect of it? It's, it's not, it's, it's different, but you know, earlier I used to play racquetball all the time until I, I, I tore a rotator cuff and I had to quit doing that. It's the physical exercise. I don't care what it is. It can be playing tennis. It can be swimming. It can be kickboxing. It can be lifting weights. I think it's the ex, the physical exercise, strenuous exercise, you know, not, not playing tiddlywinks, not playing poker, which I like to do too. That's not exercise. So physical movement and, and using your strength, uh, whether it be push-ups or it be, uh, uh, you know, curls, it, it doesn't matter. It's the physical exercise. It's the expending of those calories. It's the endorphins and the, the breakdown of the lactic acid and all those other things that affect your body that help relieve the stress and modify the PTSD to a more acceptable level. Okay. So back when you were still in the service, you're, I mean, you're no doubt exercising, but more so from a different perspective than, than you are now. Yeah. It's a different perspective and it was different exercises. I mean, I used to be able to do 200 pushups. Well, my, Trainer had because of shoulder surgery we hadn't done it in a long time. Started me back last week and it was three sets of eight, okay, instead of three sets of seventy-five or a hundred. So it, it changes over time, and we get older, and 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 I can't. Uh, I my knees have gone. I no longer run. Uh, though in the Marine Corps, obviously, you know, full pack rifle gear, helmet, canteens, go out and run three miles and turn around and run it back. It doesn't matter. You just do those things. So the exercise has changed, but the expenditure of energy. And the uh, use of muscles hasn't. And I think that's what's important. It's not, it's not that exercise. It's exercise. Not this one or that one, any of them. Whatever you can do. I, I, beyond that, I think it's the fountain of youth. I think it keeps you young. It keeps, it keeps you healthy. keeps your heart healthy. 
you know, my blood pressure is still quite reasonable and it's just good for you. And I think for anybody with PTSD, it helps. I've seen it. I've talked to other guys and it works for me and I've seen it work for others. Whether it's a cure-all for everybody, I have zero idea. But I would recommend if you don't do it, try it. Try it for 90 days and see what happens. Give it a, give it a good long run. Try, try it for three to six months regularly. I don't mean an hour a month. I mean three, five, six hours a week, half an hour every day, something, and, and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Now, do you find in those those of your associates who um, that um, you either knew from the service or, or in um, who have implemented exercise versus not in addressing their PTSD, do you do you see a difference? Yes, in- I do. I I, I, I truly do. Uh, <clears throat> I play in a regular monthly Marine Corps poker game. Um, well, we did until COVID hit. And uh, the leader of it just uh, died of various things, but uh, four of us exercise, three don't. And you can tell the difference. And the stories they tell about life as it goes on, you can tell the difference. Uh, so yeah, I, I see that. And that, that's something we've been doing for 25 years. So I've got a long term view of the seven of us over those last 25 years. So that's kind of interesting. Mm. Long-term study. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, definitely. Uh, That's interesting. Now, um, how is it um, for those transitioning currently or thinking about it, whether they're retiring or separating or or just pondering the idea, what would you... um, recommend from from a wellness perspective as they as they start going through this transition process well in this day and age you can get a doctor that will analyze what your situation is and, and understand it uh, the va is maybe the best source of, of ptsd uh, expertise but it's not exclusive by any means so get evaluated so you understand how it's affecting you because ptsd manifests itself differently to different people we know that so understand what it does, try, you know, exercise works for me. It may not work for somebody else, but there'll be something that will help mitigate the PTSD. Find out what works for you and do it and do it regularly and do it religiously. And you'll find your life to be more pleasant and easier. And it will be more pleasant for the people around you because PTSD affects more than just the individual. It affects every relationship and everybody they touch. Okay, so that's um, I, I appreciate you you talking about the the diversity and just the uh, the bio individuality, if you will, uh, you know, affecting different people in different ways. You know, two people could have PTSD but to- react totally different. I'm sure. A- absolutely. For some, it may be meditation, solitude. Uh, I, I don't recommend heavy drinking. I tried that. That doesn't help. Uh, so. Bad habits, and, and some people may find <coughs> certain psychotropic drugs are necessary. I, I don't use them. They have been uh, recommended in the past. I, I don't. I have a aversion to uh, educating myself that way. Uh, that's me. Uh, I'm not against it for other people. If it works for you uh, and it's effective, excellent, great. Uh, you've got to do what's right for you. Uh, for me. Exercise, yoga, uh, these things work. For you, for, for, for Joe, for Sally, they, they may not. But there'll be something that works. You just have to find 
what that is. By all means, try exercise. I believe in it, but you know, <laughs> it, it, it's not it, it's not for everybody. Sure. Now, what um, what do you thinking back to when you transitioned from the military? What do you wish you knew from a wellness perspective that that would have been important back then that that hopefully people can uh, can resonate with and utilize today? I wish I understood how PTSD affects you. Uh, I was very lucky. My wife was a very, very understanding individual and put up with me. And she encouraged me. She helped me through school. She did all the things that you would want a spouse to do. And I was very, very lucky in having married her. Um, she's been gone now about six years, and, and I miss her terribly. Sorry. Allowed me, she she taught me how to 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 survive in in the civilian world because I married her while I was still in the military, and she was ten years older than I was, and we had the kids, so I had responsibilities, and everybody loved Ruth, and she loved me. And if I'd known about how these things affected me, then I wouldn't have made her life so difficult at times. <laughs> That's the thing that, that bothered me the most as I learned more about it, as I realized that I could have been a better person. I could have been easier to live with. Uh, I could have been more productive. I could have been a better father. Uh, and I understood what was going on in my head. And if I understood what the PTSD, where it was directing, it wasn't forcing me, but it molded me in a way that I didn't like. And then I understood that I could have changed that molding, uh, which I've, as I've learned more about it, I've, I work at it. And, and I, I've developed habits and procedures in dealing with, with stress and people and relationships and uh, frustration and conflict that I didn't have when I got out, that I've developed over the years. And Ruth helped a great deal with that. And had I known more, it would have been easier for me to, to move into a more uh, rational person sooner. <laughs> so some of my staff may not think I'm rational now, but that's okay too. <laughs> oh, sure. Now, now from a um, kind of a life success or post-military perspective, um, you know, with, with your exercise and helping to, to, to combat that, that PTSD or alleviate it to some degree, how, um, how do you feel that that has helped you from, from other, other wellness aspects with, with your career, with, um, you know, from an educational perspective or from a, uh, um, you know, creativity your envi home environment, uh, other aspects of wellness that that maybe play a role in, in your in your success right now. Oh, absolutely. Um, as I learned to deal with it, uh, I became a much more rational individual and much easier to live with, and much easier to deal with. Conflict really, uh, rather than seeking it out, I, I avoided it. And I learned how to deal with it. I learned how to diffuse it. I learned how to diffuse arguments uh, at work. Uh, 
uh, among my employees. Uh, when I was, before I started my own business 30 years ago, in dealing with uh, bosses that uh, when I got out, uh, I had just cold cocked. Uh, then I, I had learned over time how to deal with them and not just tell them what a worthless piece of whatever they were and walk out. So, uh, and, and to plan and, and to think longer term, uh, I think PTSD tends to make you very short term in your view. Uh, that The long view just doesn't, isn't there. And so it's reaction and you don't care about the consequences. It's, it triggers things that you just fly off the handle for what other people think is no good reason, but it's a good reason to you at the time, and learn not to do that. Uh, and that helps everywhere. That helps in every aspect. Uh, I, I hate to think how much road rage is PTSD, okay? Mm. I, I don't like to be cut off any more than the next guy does, but I don't go brake check him anymore. Uh, I don't run up beside him and give him a finger and yell at him. Uh, it's a waste of time. I learned not to do those things. I, I, I learned to be a, a more rational individual. And that, that helps in my marriage, in my work, in, in school, in, in everything. So PTSD is a very destructive uh, disease. And if you don't treat it, it can be extremely self-destructive, as we see from the suicide rate of our veterans, which is criminal. And why more is not being done about it is just insane. I mean, we're, we're the people that put our lives on the line. The least you can do is help us. And, you know, I, I don't don't have a lot of, yeah, I'll just let that one go. <laughs> sure, I understand. Um, now, in terms of, of transitioning, um, you know, there's certainly more uh, resources today than perhaps there were um, when you, when you, uh, transition out um, from a wellness perspective. What what would be what would be most helpful, um, whether it be from a PTSD perspective or from other wellness aspects for those uh, transitioning from from the service, whether um, you know, regardless of branch of service or length of, of service, what would be um, helpful from a, a transition perspective in terms of wellness. I think a real evaluation, both physically and mentally, and then a full explanation of what's happening. You know, most of us are rational people. And if you say, because of this, these things are going on with you physically, uh, your left knee, you're, you're never going to play pro ball. Uh, one of these days, you're going to have to have it replaced. There's nothing we can do about it. The meniscus is gone, and the, it's cartilage on cartilage. You're going to have to live with that, and here's what you can do to ameliorate the pain. You have PTSD from stresses that you encountered in the military. Uh, this is how you manifest them. These are techniques that you can practice, and here is, they're in writing, and these are, are things you can take with you, and these are resources of people you can talk to if it gets overwhelming. These are things you should practice, and let me show you how to do them, which will help your circumstances. Because we don't know what we don't know. I didn't know I had PTSD when I left the military. It wasn't a thing at the time. Had I known that, my wife, my kids would have been a lot happier. My uh, 
ability to hold a job in the beginning would have been better. So these are things that call them flaws, call them uh, whatever you want that were created in the military. And I don't have any problem with the fact that they happened, but it sure would have been nice to have been told how to deal with them. And I wasn't. Nobody was 50 years ago. Uh, it may have been if it was a, a, a big physical wound, you know, you lost an arm or, or something like that. But uh, for the, the, the damage that were done to me physically and mentally, uh, there, there was no, there was nothing. Okay. So having, having some resources, whether through whatever entity, public, private, just some resources available of where to turn with, you know, regardless of your, your situation. Not only where to turn, but some knowledge and education about how to deal with these things. Okay. Uh, both physically and mentally. And, you know, because we're talking PTSD, the mental aspects of it. Had somebody explained these things to me and given me the techniques that I've learned over the last 50 years in dealing with it, it would have made my life a lot easier to start with. That's That would have been nice. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. So, Charles, in uh, as we wrap up here, what do you think, what is the most important thing for, for people to know as we, uh, uh, with regard to our discussion on exercise, PTSD, um, things that, that people need to keep in mind? They need to learn and understand what's happened to them and how to deal with it. Read on it study it, get counseling, go to the VA, get an expert, talk to your pastor, uh, talk to your friends, uh, get help in learning how to deal with this. We can all, over, we, we may never overcome it, but we can learn to deal with it. You know, we're survivors, okay? Uh, adapt and overcome, right? Adapt and overcome. What do I need to overcome and how do I adapt to it? Teach me that, I'll do it. And I think that the, the lack of knowledge is, is, is the biggest fallacy and downfall, is not knowing what's going on and how to deal with it, how to adapt to it. If we're taught that, that's what we, we did for years. We learned how to do it. So adapt and overcome. So that's, I think it's the knowledge that is, is critical. Sure, absolutely. Fantastic. Well, Charles, how can people get in contact with you? Well, my company is Get Payroll. I'm CJR at getpayroll.com. They're welcome to email me. Uh, if somebody wants to talk, 972-353-0000 is the office. But press one for payroll and ask for Charles. Fantastic. Well, we will include those in the show notes. And Charles, it's been amazing. Your own journey in discovering exercise, ameliorating your PTSD to some degree, and, and being able to, to help others, it sounds like, to really kind of reach out and, and help them in, in their own journeys. Thank you, Michelle. It's been a pleasure.